Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I, I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's ad-grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air High as next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday night's prime time I flex mine better, Voltron transform to DX Don Mega and unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. going down everybody welcome back it feels like it's been an eternity but it's only been two weeks so i am back ladies and gentlemen this is an all brand new edition of am i on the air it is february 2nd 2015 uh last episode was on january 20th so uh just a little under two weeks since our last episode uh sorry about that that i didn't bring you one last week but you know the last episode we did uh, came to you on a Tuesday, which is a little odd because I usually do everything on a Monday. Um, so it came a little late. We did the Martin Luther King Day holiday, and um, there was a lot of news on, on that episode, and we did three big movie reviews. We talked about American Sniper and The Wedding Ringer and Black Hat. It was a big episode, and last week there wasn't really all that much to talk about. So I was forced to make one of those decisions. Do we do a little tiny show and get through a bunch of just eh news? Or do we wait another week and we kind of do it up big? And I decided to wait another week and do it up big. So that brings us to tonight, February 2nd. This is Am I on the Air? I am your host, Don Mega. And this is Season 10, Episode 4. Today's show is titled Project Plot Holes. All right? Project Plot Holes. So, of course, that leads me to the movie review of the week, which is going to be Project Almanac. Um, That is the uh, big movie review that I saw over the weekend. And, um, well, damn, let's just get started. So, Project Almanac. This was a movie that was supposed to actually come out last year. Some of you will remember seeing the trailer. We posted the trailer last year. Um, the movie at the time was called Welcome to Tomorrow. And I remember seeing the preview and being like, damn, that looks pretty good. And then it got pushed back. Now, no real explanation was given for why the movie was pushed back, but they said they were going to do a little bit of reshoots and they wanted to kind of tweak some things. So the movie kind of disappeared. It got tweaked. And when we got the new trailer, we saw it was retitled Project Almanac. So, um, you know, so we're still looking forward to seeing this movie. I dragged Geeky Pat with me, and, uh, you know, he was like, what movie? And I showed him the trailer, and he was like, okay, that looks pretty cool, I'm down. So we go, 
and we check out Project Almanac. Now, if you've seen the trailer, it's basically like a found footage movie. Uh, these kids build a time machine, and they end up going and kind of changing some things up. They win the lottery, they do some things at school, they try to become a little bit more popular, they go to a big concert, you know, stuff that kids would do. Um, I gotta say, I was majorly disappointed. And I hate to say it, uh, because I was looking so forward to this, and because this is also a Platinum Dunes production, which means that my boy Michael Bay was an executive producer on this movie. And, um, usually, I'm all about it. Um, but you know, I just couldn't... So many things happened in this film. I kept looking over at Geeky Pat and being like, that's not plausible. That wouldn't happen. Um, you know, how are they doing this? How are they doing that? And when the movie was over, we spent about an hour and a half in the parking lot at the movie theater just trying to make sense of what we just saw. Because it was so many things that they did in this movie that it was just like, why did they do it that way? And why did this happen that way? And... Hence why today's show is called Project Plotholes, because I felt like there was a ton of plot holes here on this movie. It's just, there was so much, and, and this almost gets me into spoiler territory, so I'm trying to bite my tongue, because there's so many things that I want to talk about right now that are just like, how could A happening make you want to do B? You know, and how did they do this if they didn't do this? And there was just so much to it, and the ending was stupid, and I just, it was really no fun at all. Now, when you're watching the preview, I was thinking in my head, oh, this is going to be like a found footage version of, like, Butterfly Effect. Um, I loved the Butterfly Effect um, with Ashton Kutcher way back in the day. I mean, when he time-jumped, there was... You know, there were, things happened for a reason. You know, if he made this decision, then this other thing happened in his personal life. And so it created the butterfly effect. It created this ripple. And I felt like they were stretching in this movie to be like, oh, this happened. So then this other thing way over here that doesn't tie to anyone in the core group, uh, it's now affected them. It didn't make any sense. It was really, really stupid. And just a very blah movie. I didn't get really very much joy out of this film at all. Um, it just made me question it a lot. And that is not what I want uh, going into a movie like this. I want a fun ride. And I didn't get that. And it sucks. So, for me, Project Almanac gets two out of five stars. Um... And, it, and it's a very loose two. I mean, it, it's lucky I didn't give it a one and a half, to be honest. So, it was okay, um, but very, no big moments at all. Every every big time jump is seen in the trailer, and yeah, it's very, it's very unfortunate. This could have been a really cool movie, and I think it really dropped the ball. So, two out of five stars for me on Project Almanac. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get in to the news. We got two weeks worth, so I'm going to blaze on through. Uh, Tatiana Maslany and Rooney Mara are testing for the Star Wars standalone film. We still have no idea what the Star Wars standalone film is, um, but they are testing for some role in
Uh, the movie The Huntsman, starring Chris Hemsworth, has found its new director. I'm not even going to bother telling you the guy's name, because none of you are going to know who it is. Um, this is his first time directing a film. Uh, he was actually the visual effects artist on the original Snow White and the Huntsman film. So he at least he's familiar with the franchise. Um, but, yeah. Frank Darabont was supposed to direct, but he dropped out a couple of weeks ago. We've also posted a list of the movies and TV shows that are leaving Netflix and coming to Netflix uh, this month here in February. So I'm not going to read through all the shows, but if you want to check them out, we do have that news available for you on our Twitter and our Facebook page. Um, kind of going back to the box office a couple of weeks ago, when, when I did the show the last time, we were talking about how American Sniper had done $105 million in four days over the Martin Luther King weekend. Um, when the final numbers came out, it was actually even bigger, and the film had done 107.3 over those four days. So this movie is just doing tremendously. It passed $200 million in like a week. Um, it um, has become the biggest war movie of all time. It, it has surpassed Saving Private Ryan. And um, it also just broke the record at the box office over Super Bowl weekend as well. So this movie's continuing to just truck along and break all kinds of records. Uh, Justin Bieber is going to be the subject of the next Comedy Central roast. Oh yeah, I love when Comedy Central does a roast. And they usually they usually have some pretty good people that they do it on. Uh, they go pretty hardcore at the person. And... Um, Justin Bieber, this is perfect. This is perfect. So he will be coming uh, to that roast. Uh, Justin Bieber has also said with his people and everything, uh, nothing is off limits. So Comedy Central says that they discussed, and usually with somebody that they're going to roast, though the person says, you know, hey, I want you guys to kind of stay away from this or stay away from that. And they said with this roast, Justin Bieber said, whatever, do what you got to do, nothing's off limits. So they're going completely out. They said they're going for the juggler on this one, so that's going to be pretty damn cool. Uh, the Sony PlayStation Network is going to be debuting its own brand new television show. The show is called Powers, and the series will launch on March 10th. Now, this is exclusively on the PlayStation Network, so if you don't have that, you're not going to be able to watch this show. Uh, but Powers seems like it's going to be pretty damn cool, and I'm excited for it. It launches on March 10th. Uh, Luther Fr and Frankenstein are among a couple shows that Fox has picked up pilot orders for um looking forward to, to luther here you know it's funny because i've heard nothing but great things about luther the uk version uh of course the uk version starring idris elba um it's on netflix it's actually on my netflix queue and everybody's like man you gotta watch it luther's awesome luther's awesome i will i will watch it uh, eventually, uh, but Idris Elba is actually on board here. He's executive producing along with some other people from the original series, and they're going to do an American version of Luther. So, uh, so that is coming, and then they're also doing some kind of modern day take on the Frankenstein story as well. So, those are two big shows coming to Fox. If you didn't know by now, uh, Netflix is currently streaming the Interview. So that started streaming a about a week ago. So if you haven't seen the interview yet, and you have Netflix, just go ahead and give it a little search, and you'll be able to find that right there. Um, 
before I continue on the news, before I forget, I want to shout out um, a show I just got into. And I am singing its praises all over social media, and I, of course, have to do it here on this show because that's what we do. Every time I find a new show or I find something worthy, I like to talk about it on here and get people to check it out. You know, it's something for everyone. Um, This show I just got into is Banshee. Now, if you haven't heard of Banshee, and a lot of people haven't, this is a show that's on Cinemax. It's on its third season right now. It's only four episodes in uh, to the fourth uh, to the third season. I caught the second. No, I caught the third episode of the third season, like the first ten minutes of it last weekend, and I watched it. And this fight happened on it, and I was so blown away by this fight. I was like, I need to be watching this show. I really need to give it a chance. And I sent out a tweet, and I said, you know, Banshee looks like something that's right up my alley. Should I watch it? And I got a bunch of, uh, I got a bunch of tweets back saying, yes, you need to watch it. You'll love it. So I started some binge watching. I said, let let me watch the pilot and see how I feel. I got through the pilot and I was like, oh my god, this show's amazing. And I burned through the entire first season in a day. And then I went through the entire second season in a day. And of course, on the third day, I went through the three episodes that had been shown on the third and current season. So now I'm officially caught up. The third season is in progress on Cinemax right now. It airs on Friday nights. Um... So three seasons in three days. That's how good this show is. I am addicted. Um, I love it so much. This show is right up my alley. It's just got everything you would want out of an action drama show that's on television. Um, it's got movie style quality. Um, it's The action is hard hitting and intense and just magnificent. It's violent. I mean, they don't hesitate to show somebody's teeth getting knocked out, arms getting broken, bones sticking out, stabbing, shoot, you know, shooting. Like, everything is in this show. It's got sex. It's got hot chicks. It's got just the, the storylines are awesome. I went going through these three seasons, there was not one single episode where I was like, man, that episode didn't really do anything. Something happens majorly on every single episode. I mean, for for example, season three, episode three, felt like a season finale episode. It was so crazy. So much happened on it. You're like, damn, this is only the third episode of the season. Like, like this feels like an ending episode. I just, I can't sing its praises enough. I kept talking about it, so my wife said, do you think I would like it? And I said, I don't know. So I showed her the pilot. I rewatched the pilot episode with her, and she liked it. So I said, man, get through it, and we can start watching it currently together. And um, so she kind of did her own little binge watching over the weekend, and I rewatched a lot of it with her. Uh, she was like, she's like, you just did this the other day. Do you really want to sit and watch it again with me? And I was like, hell yeah. Because even watching it again the second time, I was picking up on little things that happened that I didn't before. It's always fun because when you know, 
See, now that I know how certain things play out, I'm kind of watching it from a different perspective this second time around, and I'm catching a lot of things that I'm like, oh, I didn't notice that in the first time. Oh, I didn't notice that he said that in the first go-around. So it's actually really, really cool. So I'm enjoying going through it, and um, me and my wife went through the first full season. We finished the first season last night, and actually the, the uh, debut episode of season two. Uh, with my wife, so I don't know how fast we'll be able to get through the second season since it's, you know, I need the weekend for that kind of stuff with my wife, you know, work long hours during the week and there's not really much time for that, but that's how good it is, I mean, I'm I'm addicted, I've gotten some friends into it, my wife is now into it a lot, so it's kind of a hidden gem. Uh, honestly, I know TV.com actually posted an article just a couple days ago and said that Banshee was the best show on television right now. And I retweeted that with the quickness because I was like, damn, so it's not just me. <laughs> Other people really appreciate this show. Uh, it's It really is kind of a hidden gem because not a lot of people have Cinemax. I know it's going to be hard for a lot of people to watch this. It's not available on Netflix or anything like that. But you know what? If you can call your local cable company and maybe get like a you know, a three-month trial, or maybe a free month even of Cinemax, get it, you know, all the seasons are on demand, and you can just blaze through them, and it's, it's worth it, man, if you like some good hardcore action show, basically, I'm gonna give you the synopsis, I haven't even really explained what it is, but, uh, the main character of the show, uh, at the beginning of the pilot episode, he has just gotten out of prison, he had spent 15 years in prison, um, for a, he, he, did a diamond heist with his girlfriend. She got away. He led the cops away from her and ended up taking the fall so she could get away. He spent 15 years in prison. He gets out. He, he asks, um, he, he finds out where she's living. And of course she's living in the town of Banshee, Pennsylvania. So he goes to Banshee. Uh, he sees her. He tries to explain, you know, like, Hey, you know, let, let's run away together. She's married with kids, a family, you know, the whole nine. So she says, I can't go. Um, and he's like, okay, well, then give me the diamonds and I'll get out of here. And she says that the diamonds are gone as well. So depressed because he doesn't get the girl. He doesn't get the money. Uh, he's heading out of town. He stops for a drink at this bar and um, becomes friends with the bartender. And um, the new sheriff in town uh, has just arrived, and he says, you know, I start work next week, but I'm going to be the new sheriff of Banshee, and then the bar gets robbed, and a big shootout happens, and the sheriff ends up getting killed, along with the two thugs. Um, because of the way it all went down, the bartender says, you know, I'm going to just, I'm going to just bury them in the back, and kind of, like, keep this on the down low, and, um, our main guy in the show helps him out, and as he's burying the guy, he finds the guy's badge, and the phone call comes in from the mayor, and he says, you know, like, I'm looking forward to meeting you next week, you know, Sheriff, and our main guy says, okay, I'll see you there, and he decides to basically take the dead sheriff's identity and become the Sheriff of Banshee, um, so he sticks around, and he becomes the sheriff of this town, and it's really, really cool, because you know who he really is, you know he's this criminal, um, He's trying to be a good guy, but, you know, the way he is, is he doesn't really follow things by the book like a way a cop would. He just kind of takes matters into his own hands. So the police department's always kind of struggling with him, like, dude, you're not doing things by the book, and, you know, and he does things his own way. And, of course, a lot of drama unfolds in every episode. You're waiting to see if someone's going to find out who he really is, or people going to come looking for the other sheriff, 
It's a really, really cool concept, and it's a great, great show. I know I've gone on to probably too long about it, and I'm sorry, but I love it so much. I just haven't had this kind of a feeling for a TV show in a long, long time. I mean, I will buy this on Blu-ray when, if and then when they're released and, and be something I can watch over and over again. It is that good. So, that is Banshee, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, it's on Cinemax. All right, back to our regularly scheduled program. Um, so, let's see here. What else do we got? Uh, we got a new trailer for Kidnapping Mr. Heineken, starring Anthony Hopkins and Sam Worthington. We have uh, maybe a spoiler alert for Avengers Age of Ultron. Hold on, I'm going to take a drink here. All right, thank you. Um, for those of you that know the Funko Pop figures, which is something my daughter loves, we have a whole bunch of them. But um, so with the Funko Pop figures, they have released uh, a picture of all of them coming out for the Avengers Age of Ultron up. And in the figure lineup, Hulk is gray. So a lot of people are thinking that we're going to see the debut of the gray Hulk in Avengers. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, no word or confirmation or anything from Disney or Joss Whedon or anything, but there's a gray Hulk Funko, and I can kind of see it happening, maybe in that Hulkbuster fight. So that is kind of something cool to kind of think about. Um, let's see here. Bruce Willis is going to star in a new thriller called Extraction. Um, director of The Raid and The Raid 2, Gareth Evans, he says that The Raid 3 is not going to be happening anytime soon. So that's a disappointment. Uh, I know everyone that loves The Raid loves The Raid. And uh, that is a little bit of a bummer to not get a third one here anytime soon. Uh, Disney has come out and, and admitted that they did not use the George Lucas story treatment for Star Wars Episode 7. Ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. I didn't think that they did. I thought that they were going to use some moments from it. But it sounds like they said they just kind of scrapped it and they did their own complete story on it. So, sorry, George. They didn't want your input. We have a first look pictures of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Alejandro Inarritu's new film, The Revenant. Uh, he's the director of, the, of Birdman, which I saw Birdman... I didn't care for it very much. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, best movie of the year. I didn't think it was all that great. I thought the acting was awesome. The, it was a good ensemble piece. But overall, it was just kind of eh. Uh, also saw Foxcatcher. I thought kind of the same thing about it. It was very slow, very boring. Acting was good. But overall, not a very good movie either. So I'm trying to get caught up on all the Oscar nominees. But so far, they are not doing it for me. Um... Nicolas Cage is set to hunt down Osama Bin Laden in a new comedy movie called Army of One, uh, which is going to be based on a book. Ian McShane has joined uh, Showtime's Ray Donovan. That's a nice addition right there. I like that a lot. Uh, Going back to the rumor mill, uh, big rumor has it that Ben Affleck may reprise his role as Batman in a tiny cameo in the Suicide Squad movie. Um, so that would be pretty cool if they do that, but they say it would probably be a super tiny role, it might even be just something that's like, you see Batman on like a video camera footage or something like that, um, which they could get anybody to run around in, in the outfit if that's the case, but 
from the rumor I'm hearing, like, this Joker has already dealt with Batman, and, you know, they're aware of each other, so they might utilize Ben Affleck in some kind of role in the film. Speaking of Suicide Squad, um, Jake Gyllenhaal has passed on the offer to replace Tom Hardy uh, as Rick Flagg in Suicide Squad. This bummed me out so bad when I read this. Um, When Tom Hardy dropped out initially... They immediately were saying they're looking at they're looking at Jake Gyllenhaal they're looking at Jake Gyllenhaal and I was like cool this is this is awesome this is perfect Jake will be a great addition to the film and I thought he would do it I mean he worked with this director on End of Watch and they had already had a chemistry and I was like that that'll be tight so when he passed on it I was like man that sucks that really really sucks so. Um, I don't know what you're thinking, Jake. I've seen some of the roles you've picked before, so I don't know why you would pass on Suicide Squad, but it might just have to do with the contract. Maybe you didn't want to sign for, a, you know, a seven-pitcher deal or something crazy. But definitely bummed on that. Uh, Star Trek Three has, has hired Simon Pegg as a co-writer for the film's new draft, so that's pretty cool. Um, Simon Pegg, of course, stars in the movie, so he's very close to it, and, uh, Definitely love sci-fi, so might be a good addition here. So Simon Pegg helping co-write Star Trek Three. Let's see. Uh, Let's see here. Just a lot of doubled-up stuff. I just want to make sure get you the good nitty-gritty here. Uh, The Arrow and Flash crossover episodes are not over yet. As both Felicity and Ray Palmer are going to be coming to The Flash on episode 18. So you can look forward to that as another crossover episode happens. Netflix wants to launch 20 scripted series in a year. They want to get up to doing 20 shows in one year. I think they're on the right path, man. They're adding stuff like crazy right now. So that'll be pretty damn cool when they get to that. Netflix is becoming one of the best channels to have. Um, Maze Runner star uh, Kristen Scotters, uh, she has joined Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal, he's got a new boxing movie called Southpaw. That movie has been given a July release date. And the comedy Grimsby Starring Sasha Baron Cohen has been pushed back to 2016. That was supposed to come out this summer, and it's been pushed back to 2016. I'm really bummed about that. I've been looking forward to Grimsby uh, a lot, and I'm pretty damn bummed that we're not going to get it this year. That sucks. Uh, but very cool that the Jake Gyllenhaal movie actually gets a summer release. Uh, Simon West is going to be directing the Blob remake, so that would be interesting. Uh, Glee and Whiplash actress Melissa Benoist has been cast as Supergirl. So that is cool. We finally have our Supergirl locked down. I don't know much about her. I never, I haven't seen Whiplash yet and I never watched Glee, so I can't really speak to how good she is for a fit to this. Um, but I'm glad that we finally have an actress tied to Supergirl. So that is very, very cool. Uh, we have a trailer for All of the Wilderness, uh, All the Wilderness, which is starring Danny DeVito. Um, we have another new trailer for The Rewrite, which stars Hugh Grant and Marissa Tomei. It's a romantic comedy, 
We have um, Everything Wrong With The Blair Witch Project um, Which should be everything Because this movie sucks Um, American Sniper is playing at over 3,700 theaters uh, Which makes it the widest release ever For an R-rated film Just a little trivia there for you Um, With some big casting news here um, for X-Men Apocalypse And um, We had heard a lot of rumors That they were going to get some um, Young actors And actresses to play The younger versions Of the ones that we know and love From the original series So What they've done Is they went and got Alexandra Ship, Sophie Turner And Ty Sheridan uh, Alexandra Ship is going to be playing the young Storm. Sophie Turner is going to be young Jean Grey, aka the Phoenix, and Ty Sheridan is going to be Scott Summers, aka Cyclops. Um, this is some pretty good casting. Uh, Alexandra Ship is the is the one that most people don't know of. Uh, I've only seen her in the Aaliyah documentary, and I thought she did pretty good on that. Sophie Turner. I do not watch Game of Thrones, so a lot of people are kind of hit and miss on this one. Um, She looks like she could be pretty good based on the pictures I've seen. And Ty Sheridan, this kid, comes so highly recommended. Uh, He was a standout in the movie Mud. He was in the movie Joe with uh, Nicolas Cage. Uh, He is one of Hollywood's hottest young actors, and for him to be Cyclops is a pretty damn big deal. So, lock it on down. Because that is pretty damn cool So, um, congratulations Uh, Brian Singer actually tweeted out the news himself uh, On Twitter, on Twitter, on Twitter On Twitter, saying Meet our new and brilliant young mutants Uh, Alexander Ship as Storm Sophie Turner as Jean Grey And Ty Sheridan as Cyclops Hashtag X-Men Apocalypse So, you know, the one thing I'm still waiting for confirmation on Is we still have not heard 100% on you, on you Jackman Uh all the casting calls and everything I've seen lately has been nothing but the young cast. So, this is making me start to be a little worried, because I want Wolverine in this movie. Um, so, let's lock on in uh, Hugh Jackman there. Uh, Paula Abdul has joined Fox's So You Think You Can Dance as a new judge. I believe Jason Derulo has also joined the show as another new judge. So Paula Abdul back on television. That is pretty cool. Zac Efron is going to star in the new film Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. (laughs) Okay. Um, Marvel is in negotiations with Chiwetel Ejiofor for a leading role in Doctor Strange. This is really, really cool. Of course, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor was just all in the talks for a million awards last year for 12 Years a Slave. Um, I think he might even be up for a villain role in Doctor Strange. But can you know what? Chiwetel with Benedict Cumberbatch, they are stacking um, Doctor, this Doctor Strange movie So that is really really cool I like it So good job there uh, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 Officially um, The highest grossing Domestic movie of 2014 As it passed 333 million At the box office 
passing Guardians of the Galaxy to become the number one film. Speaking of Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1, it comes to Blu-ray and DVD and on demand on March 6th. There you go. There's a big Deathstroke rumor for Suicide Squad that they might be using Deathstroke in the movie. And one of the casting um, rumors for Deathstroke is... um, Oh man, I'm spacing his name now. Uh, Mike... uh, Damn it. Oh, I hate when I do this live on the air. I have it like on the tip of my tongue, man. Imagine, let's see. God, I can't stand it. Joe, 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 Joe. Come on, Joe, where's your name? Joe DiMaggio. Joe Maganello. Joe Maganello. Yeah, I'm sorry, Joe. I, I think this. I think Joe's a cool ass dude. I, I want him to be Shazam, um, but they're saying that he actually might be Deathstroke in the movie. Um, which, if that's the case, I'm on board because he'd be a badass Deathstroke. So, go get him, Joe. Uh, John Berthnall and Joel Egerton are supposedly some lead candidates for the Rick Flag role in Suicide Squad as well, uh, the role that Tom Hardy dropped out of. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I like both these names, but neither of these two names really pop like Tom Hardy did or Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, I would probably rather have Joel Egerton, um, but John's okay. So, I don't know. Either way, I, I hope they keep looking at some other names, though. I don't want to just settle on these two. Uh, another rumor alert has that WB would like Carl Urban for a role in the Aquaman movie, and they're looking at Gnome Murrow to direct the film. So, we will see. Because there's also rumors now that they might want Carl Urban in Suicide Squad. So, let's see who uh, who hooks him up first, if it's going to be Suicide Squad or um, Aquaman. We... <clears throat> Excuse me, we will see on that. Uh, filming has officially started on Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight, so that is cool. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg says he does want to reprise his role as Lex Luthor. He had a great time doing the movie, and he wants to do it again. We have the Red Band and Green Band new trailers for Hot Tub Time Machine 2, so check those out. Uh, Julia Roberts is set to produce and star in a movie based on Bat Kid. Uh, Bat Kid was that situation where the kid made his like dying wish to uh, be Batman for a day, and uh, it was a really beautiful story. They're going to make a movie on it, so that is pretty damn cool. Um, Paul Bettany says that Avengers Age of Ultron is the biggest thing Marvel has ever done. Uh, Johnny Depp's career is definitely at a crossroads as the actor has uh, just hit his third straight box office flop in a row. In a row. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Mordecai is his new movie. It came out last week. It debuted at number nine and only made $4 million. So, uh, tremendous flop. The movie cost over $60 million to make. Uh, and it's only in, in two weeks it's made like $5 million. It's It's horrible 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 and of course he's coming off transcendence which was one of the worst movies of last year um and then of course the lone ranger and then if you also include in like uh dark shadows and the rum diaries uh those are other movies also that have flopped so he's he's on a pretty big streak of flops so johnny depp better start thinking some stuff through 
Uh, Andy Samberg says he wants to get Amy Poehler on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so that'd be cool. Uh, the Jetsons have a new animated movie in the works. Uh, the show Hannibal has cast Rutina Wesley as Red Dragon's Reba McLean. Uh, John Stamos has a new comedy pilot. It's been officially picked up over at Fox. Shaquille O'Neal is set to star in a new scripted comedy over on True TV. So that's interesting. Shaquille O'Neal in a scripted comedy on True TV. <sighs> I don't know, for some reason that, that kind of does just make sense. <laughs> for something on True TV. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um... Rumor is that the first Star Wars spin-off film is going to focus on both Han Solo and Boba Fett. So that's interesting. That's a little bit different than what we heard before. Uh, James Gunn confirms that Ronan will not appear in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So, peeps, I told you. And it should make a lot of sense, because how can he appear if he blew up in the first movie? <laughs> so good to get confirmation there from James Gunn. Uh, after 20 years in the making, Martin Scorsese's new film, Silence, will begin filming on January 30th, which has already passed, so he's already filming it. <laughs> uh, DreamWorks Studios has cut back to two films a year, and they've delayed How to Train Your Dragon 3. Uh, we have the teaser for Eli Roth's new film, Knock Knock, starring Keanu Reeves. And when I say teaser, it don't come much more of a tease than this. It's only 30 seconds long, but you know what? I'm super interested in this film. I love Eli Roth, and this looks like it's not just a typical horror movie. Uh, this is a psychological kind of thriller where Keanu Reeves has these two girls knock on the door, say they're stranded, they want to use his phone, and then they kind of like torture him and like keep him kind of a hostage in his own home. It looks really, really cool. Check it out. Uh, we have the trailer for She's Funny That Way, starring Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston. Um, I'm really sad about this. I knew it was coming, but I was hoping it wouldn't. Luke Evans has officially left The Crow remake. This has been coming. Luke Evans has been talking a while about, you know, hey, nothing's going on with this film. And if nothing continues to not move... I'm going to have to, you know, pursue other things. And he's waited very, very patiently. And I can't really fault him for this. Um, but you know what? He just, he's tired of waiting. So he has left. Um, the studio is no closer to making this film. So Luke Evans officially departs the Crow remake. Which definitely hurts my heart. Because I thought he was going to be perfect as Eric Draven in the Crow reboot. So now I'm a little worried about this remake all over again. Netflix and the Duplass brothers have signed a four-movie deal, so that's pretty cool. I know Mark Duplass from The League. He's super, super funny. Um, he's got a new show on HBO called Togetherness, um, which is something I want to start watching. I've DVR'd them all, but I have not had a chance to get into it yet because I'm too busy watching Banshee. Anyways, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um... Last week's box office was American Sniper, of course, remaining at number one when Mordecai and Strange Magic were the two big releases, and they both bombed uh, at the box office. Let's see here. Um, we have the list of all the winners from the SAG Awards, of course, the Screen Actors Guild, so you can check that out. Um, 
Harris and Gary Sinise supposedly up for some roles in the Suicide Squad film as well, so you can check that out. Um, we got the pictures from the cover of Empire Magazine. They did two covers for Avengers Age of Ultron, one of just Ultron and one of the of the full Avenger group. Uh, the Avenger group one is not all that great. It looks very photoshopped, very fake. Uh, but the cover of Empire that's just Ultron looks amazing. I mean, he looks like such a menacing just beast. So cool. Uh, Amy Adams has confirmed that she only has one scene with Ben Affleck in Batman vs. Superman. So that's a, that's a little crazy. Um, let's see here. We got some supposed details on the fight between the two Arnold Schwarzeneggers and Terminator Genesis. So if you're interested in that, you can read up on that. But it's definitely spoiler alerty, so I won't read it on the show. Uh, Tyrese Gibson is campaigning to be Green Lantern in the upcoming DC reboot. Um, I, you know, no word yet if he's actually in real negotiations with WB or if he's just really trying hard to get the role. But he's trying really damn hard to get the role because he's posting nonstop pictures of him in Green Lantern outfits on Instagram and Facebook and. He's trying to get all his fans behind him and everything. I, I like Tyrese. I think he would be an okay John Stewart. He wouldn't really be my pick for it. Um, I wouldn't be mad if he ends up getting it. I just I hope he's in some kind of negotiations because it's going to look a little silly for him when they end up announcing someone else and, and he's like, man, I've been trying to get that. So good luck, Tyrese, on your Green Lantern uh, run there. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2's Comb Fior has been cast as the doll maker on Gotham. So that'll be interesting. Um, David Tennant has joined Marvel's AKA Jessica Jones show over on Netflix. Um, this is really, really cool. Um, I like David Tennant. I think he's really, really good. Of course, those of you that are Doctor Who fans love the guy as well. Um, he's going to be playing the villain on Jessica Jones, so that'd be really, really cool. Um, Fox is looking at doing a X-Men live-action series. So, ooh. Uh, I'm sorry, going back to David Tennant real fast, he's going to be playing Kilgrave, a.k.a. the Purple Man, over on Jessica Jones. So, I'm sorry, I left out that important information. Uh, so, yeah, so Fox is looking at doing an X-Men live-action TV series. No word yet on what kind of characters they would use or if it would tie in with anything from the movies. Um, but yeah, so that'd be very, very interesting. X-Men's one I think they can easily get away with doing a television show on because there's so many X-Men, so many characters. They could, they could do something that has nothing to do with the movies and have all new people involved. So I, I hope they do get going on that. Um, let's see here. Um... This is pretty cool. The cast has been revealed for Adam Sandler's first Netflix movie. So we got Quentin Tarantino doing The Hateful Eight. We got Denzel Washington doing The uh, Magnificent Seven. And Adam Sandler is going to be doing The Ridiculous Six. <laughs> so, and I'm not joking. The Ridiculous Six. Uh, the cast includes uh, Taylor Lautner, three-time Oscar nominee Nick Nolte, the voice judge Blake Shelton, uh, Whitney Cummings, along with uh, Luke Wilson, Steve Zahn, Danny Trejo, Chris Parnell, and Lavelle Crawford. Uh, of course, he's also going to have some familiar faces on deck, like Steve Buscemi, Rob Schneider, Dan Aykroyd, Will Forte, Nick Swartzen, Terry Crews, John Lovitz, 
and Vanilla Ice. The plot for Ridiculous 6 is as follows. Sandler will play a man who grew up as an orphan among an Indian tribe. Lautner, Schneider, Wilson, and Cruz are poised to play his half-brothers, while the final half-brother is yet to be cast. Nolte will play Sandler's long-lost father. Parnell will be a bank manager. Lovitz will be a wealthy industrialist. And Cummings is his flirtatious wife. Forte and Trejo will play a leader of rival gangs, while Buscemi will play a local jack-of-all-trades. Blake Shelton is in line to play Wyatt Earp, while Vanilla Ice has been tipped to play Mark Twain. <laughs> uh, I hate westerns, but I am all about this one right here. Uh, no director has been announced yet, uh, but they're going to be starting production this month. And uh, we'll see it soon on Netflix. So very, very cool. The Ridiculous Six from Adam Sandler. Ridiculous. I love it, though. All right. Next big piece of news, and I'm very excited about this, is, um, is Mission Impossible 5. Mission Impossible 5 starring Tom Cruise was supposed to come out um, on December 25th, it was going to come out on Christmas, it was going to come out one week after Star Wars The Force Awakens. Well, they're done filming it, and they're already pretty much done with the film, so the studio has said, we're going to bump it on up, and we're going to release it in the summer. So the film is going to be arriving five months early, hitting theaters on July 31st. This is pretty damn awesome. All we've been hearing lately from films is this got pushed back, this got pushed back, this is being pushed back a year, this is being pushed back. This is breathtaking that, and re- so refreshing that a studio would bump a film up five months. Because it would have been easy for them to say, we're just going to put it out in January, we're going to put it out in February, and push it back. Instead, they moved it up, and now it's in prime summer area. I'm looking so forward to this. Mission Impossible 4 Ghost Protocol is the best of the series, so I can't wait to see number 5. Uh, very, very excited about this. Mission Impossible 5, July 31st, which with this bump up means I better see a damn trailer here real soon. Uh, Olivia Wilde, Alan Arkin, Anthony Mackie are all set to star in a new holiday, uh, holiday comedy called Let It Snow. Uh, Rosamund Pike and Joel Kinnaman are going to be teaming up for a new movie called The Benz. Emma Watson has been cast as the live-action Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Um, we have an article up at Ryan Reynolds talking about Deadpool. Super, super excited about doing that. Um, Nick, jo- Nick Jonas has joined Ryan Murphy's new show, Scream Queens, which just has like the biggest cast I've seen in so long. I'm a little sad about this, but Zachary Quinto said that he will not be returning for Heroes Reborn. I'm super bummed about this because I loved Heroes, and he played Siler, which was the big bad guy on Heroes, for those of you that didn't watch it. So I was really hoping he would come back, but he says no. He says he had a great time playing Siler. It was a lot of fun, but, you know, he's he's trying to do new projects now. Like Star Trek Three, new projects. <laughs> Just super bummed that he's not coming back. Uh, let's see here. We have the first official teaser trailer for the Fantastic Four. Finally, this has been a movie that just we haven't seen anything off of. No posters, no nothing. 
and we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and they finally gave us the trailer last week, and I really liked it. I, I thought it was really, really good. It's a teaser, though. doesn't give away very much, but I thought the tone was great. They're going for a very sci-fi style uh, take on the movie. Um, I'm very interested. It's it's the ultimate version of the Fantastic Four, so it's not like it's not like the core group that you've seen in the other Fantastic Four movies. Um, it's a t- totally different take, and I thought for a first teaser trailer, this was pretty damn solid. So I can't wait to see the next one and see what else they give us. But it was nice to finally see some for it because. I put this on my top 10 most anticipated list without knowing anything about it, so now I feel a little bit better about that call. But, uh, yeah, check it out if you haven't seen it yet. We also have the fourth and final trailer for the new comedy called The Duff, which comes out later this month. We have the trailer for The Intruders, starring Miranda Cosgrove. We have the first trailer for Child 44, uh, starring Tom Hardy and Gary Oldman. We have the Honest trailer for uh, The Maze Runner, which is super funny. We have Everything Wrong with John Carter in 15 Minutes or Less. I like John Carter. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, They're doing a reboot of Stephen King's It, and they're saying it's going to be vicious. They're going all out for It, and I'm glad, because we need it to be vicious. We're going to reboot it. Academy Award nominee Chris Weitz has signed on to uh, rewrite the first standalone Star Wars film, so that's cool. Uh, Joss Whedon has confirmed that he will not be returning for Avengers Infinity War Part 1 or Part 2. He's just super burned out after doing um, Avengers Age of Ultron, and it takes up so much time. He says, I just want to get back to doing my own projects and doing my own little films. So he's going to step away for a little bit. He loves Marvel. There's always a possibility that he can come back and direct something. I heard a rumor that he might be interested in directing the Captain Marvel movie. So that would be cool. But doing something like Avengers and especially a two-part saga, he was like, no, I just, I can't do it. And, you know, we talked about this before because according to the Sony leaked documents when they got hacked, uh, that supposedly the Russo brothers are going to direct the Infinity War. So uh, this kind of falls right in line to that. Um, let's see here. CBS has ordered the pilot for the Rush Hour TV show we've been talking about, so they're interested in doing it, and they're asking for that. Um, the Last of Us movie is moving along. It's going to have some big changes, but they're saying it will still stay very faithful to the video game. Disney is eyeing Chris Pratt. Uh, to replace Harrison Ford as a new rebooted Indiana Jones. So, I like this. Um, I figured if they did another Indiana Jones, they would probably reboot. Um, And it seems like a perfect fit to me. I don't know. I mean, I know everybody wants Chris Pratt for everything these days, but this just seems to work for me. I'm saying, you know, he's already in with Disney and just everything else going on, so... It makes sense. I like it. I can dig it. So Chris Pratt, possibly to headline the new Indiana Jones film. Um, We also, this is where the news is getting good now, baby. Uh, We have the official lineup for the Ghostbusters reboot. 
Oh yeah, you ready? I know a lot of people still are not happy about this. We all know it's going to be an all-female cast uh, of Ghostbusters, at least. I'm sure there'll be some guys in the movie. Um, but it is now official. Uh, Paul Fig is going to be directing the reboot, and he has gotten Kristen Wiig, which I'm so happy about, because I was like, please, if there's going to be anyone, get Kristen Wiig. He got her. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, who we already knew because she was the first one in negotiations. Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live. Um, This is really cool, man. Leslie Jones is super funny. And Kate McKinnon is one of the most consistently funny actresses on SNL. She was even been nominated uh, for Golden Globes and like everything else for her work on SNL. Because she is that good. She is the standout on the show. Um, So put these four together, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, Leslie Jones, and Kate McKinnon. This is your new Ghostbusters. Um, I like it. I like it a lot, man. I'm very, very excited. Uh, We also got an official release date for the film as well. It will come out on July 22nd, 2016. So next summer, baby. Uh, It'll face off against the Power Rangers reboot and Guy Ritchie's King Arthur movie. So... Ghostbusters, baby, on July 22nd, 2016, who you gonna call? Very, very, very cool. Uh, Independence Day 2 is looking at Liam Hemsworth to uh, lead up the show. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't mind Liam. I think he's okay. He's no, um, you know... He's not his brother. <laughs> He's no Chris. Um, but, uh, you know, for for an Independence Day 2, sure, why not? So they're looking at him to possibly headline. Uh, Colin Firth has uh, joined the Theory of Everything director's uh, yacht drama, whatever that may be. Um, Katie Holmes has been added to the next season of Ray Donovan as well. She'll be joining Ian McShane there. HBO's new show, Togetherness, has been renewed for a second season. Emma Roberts and Dave Franco are going to do a new movie called Nerve. Um, Will Smith's new NFL movie uh, called Concussion has been given a release date of Christmas Day. So that'll be out on Christmas this year. Um, Twitter has launched the new ability to share 30-second videos, so that's really, really cool. Jerry Ferrara from um, Entourage has joined the second season of Star's drama Power, so he'll be on Power. Paramount has set the sequel to uh, The Ring, it's called Rings, for November 13th. And they've moved back Paranormal Activity. Uh, Paranormal Activity was actually supposed to come out next month. And they pushed it back to its original release date of October. So they want to make it a Halloween movie once again. Makes sense. I don't even know why they were trying to put it out in March. Uh, this movie's already been pushed back like three times though. So they better hurry up for all of uh, the Paranormal Activity fans out there. Production has officially began on the Steve Jobs biopic film. Uh, it is starring Michael Fassbender, Kate Winslet, and Seth Rogen. So very, very cool there. Uh, Night of the Living Dead Origins movie is alive and moving along. So that'll be interesting. 
Um, let's see here. We have the final poster for the Divergent series Insurgent. So you can see that. Paul Bettany has confirmed that the Vision will be returning after Avengers Age of Ultron. Most people are thinking that he will play a role in Civil War. So that would be very, very cool. Um, let's see here. Kevin Spacey is going to be starring in a new comedy called Nine Lives from the director of Men in Black. Uh, Nine Lives is where basically he goes into the um, body of a cat. And he's got nine lives. <laughs> uh, I don't know much more than that. I don't know if this is live action or animated or what. But but I don't. As stupid as this sounds, there's something about Kevin Spacey in the body of a cat having nine lives. I don't know, but alrighty. Um. <laughs> NBC has added a new horror comedy pilot called Strange Calls. Um, Jaden Smith, Maya Rudolph have joined Lorne Michaels' new HBO pilot, uh, starring the late night duo. Um, let's see here. Uh, Brad Pitt has been offered the lead role in Angelina Jolie's new movie, Africa. Oh, look at that. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie again? No. Uh, Salem season two premiere date has been set for April 5th. I'm very happy about this. Christine Taylor has confirmed that she will be returning for Zoolander 2. Aw, yeah. Can't wait for Zoolander 2. It's going to be so awesome. Um, We have everything wrong with the fifth element in 16 minutes or less. We have the first official trailer for Ted 2. Aw, yeah. So excited for Ted. Uh, Ted is one of the best comedies in the last several years, and I'm hoping Ted 2... Continues that streak. I know some people were hit and miss on the trailer, but hopefully it's more hit than miss. Uh, The Suicide Squad on television is returning with a new lineup later this year on Arrow. So that would be really, really cool. I'm excited about that because an episode of The Suicide Squad is always pretty on point. Um, Let's see here. Penelope Cruz and Diane Kruger have boarded the romantic feature called This Man, This Woman. Uh, Netflix's Wet Hot American Summer has added four more big names to it. John Hamm, Kristen Wiig, Chris Pine, and Jason Swartzman have all boarded Wet Hot American Summer. And Wet Hot American Summer already has like a thousand people on this show. All the big names in comedy are on this show. And now they just added four gigantic more names to it. So they are really stacking this thing. And it's only, I think they're only doing eight episodes. So, um, but this is cool, man. I love it. I love that Netflix is going out and just grabbing these things. Very, very cool. Um, Lego has confirmed that they're going to be doing a Lego Jurassic World and a Lego Marvel's Avengers game. Uh, so those will be coming out later on this year. We have the official IMAX trailer for Furious 7, which is pretty much just like the regular trailer, just has a little extra scene on at the end. Uh, Jay Roach is going to be directing an action comedy called Mad Dogs for Warner Brothers Pictures. Outlander, uh, Outlander star is joining George Clooney and Julia Roberts in Money Monster. Um, Dakota Johnson, Rebel Wilson, and Dan Stevens are joining the new film How to Be Single. Uh, they 
have decided CBS has picked up the pilot order for the Limitless remake. Uh, we talked about this before of them wanting to do a Limitless TV show based on the Bradley Cooper show, uh, Bradley Cooper movie. Um, they are moving ahead with it, so they like the script a lot. So they're going to be doing Limitless over at CBS. I'm excited about this. I love the movie Limitless. Uh, Eddie Murphy says he will be returning for the SNL 40th anniversary show. That's going to air here in a couple weeks, and they're trying to get as many alumni back that they can. Eddie Murphy has never returned to the show since he left, so this is really, really cool that he is going to be coming back, man, because Eddie Murphy so awesome, man. I love Eddie, regardless of what he's done feature-wise in the last you know, 15, 20 years. He's just so awesome in comedy, so I'm looking very forward to him coming back to SNL. Another movie pilot that's been picked up to be a TV show is over on NBC. They have picked up the pilot for Problem Child. So it's crazy, man. We got Problem Child and Rush Hour and Limitless, and one of the networks also picked up Uncle Buck as well. So we're getting a lot of movies turned into TV shows here in the next year. The TV show Extant, which was the Holly Berry show, they've added Jeffrey Dean Morgan for season two. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Universal is looking at the John Wick directors to take on Cowboy Ninja Viking, the uh, Chris Pratt new movie that he signed on for. This is a perfect match. Um, Supposedly, from what I've read, these directors have already met with Chris Pratt, and Chris Pratt has given his blessing to work with them. So everybody's kind of moving forward. So I think this is going to go down. So I'm I'm super stoked. So, uh, yeah, John Wick directors doing Cowboy Ninja Viking. Speaking of John Wick, that's going to be out on Blu-ray tomorrow. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, Top Chef has been renewed for a 13th season over at Bravo. Um, for those of you who don't, don't know, we talk about Rotten Tomatoes sometimes, but we always talk about it with movies. Did you know Rotten Tomatoes does TV shows as well? They sure do. And guess what? Just because I talked about it earlier is the only reason I'm bringing this up. But my new favorite show, Banshee, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes says Banshee Season 3 is fresh at 100%. Aw, yeah, 100% from my show, Banshee. Um, we got some update, updated images that give us a closer look at the Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, the Seven Dwarfs are going to be reduced to just two for Universal's The Huntsman movie. Uh, we got an article where basically Jason Momoa is talking about playing Aquaman and bringing diversity to the superhero world. So that's very, very cool. Um, Marvel's AKA Jessica Jones has also added another uh, alumni there to the show. They've added Rachel Taylor. Uh, I love Rachel Taylor. She is gorgeous. Uh, She will be playing Hellcat in the the television show. So um, I don't know if she'll turn into Hellcat. I forget what Hellcat's real name is. I think it's Patsy Walker. Um, she'll be playing Patsy Walker, who eventually turns into Hellcat later in the show, so I don't know if she'll, she'll probably start off as Patsy Walker and then turn into Hellcat, um, but I don't think she'll start right off as as Hellcat, but getting Rachel Taylor is a great pickup for this show, and shout out to Rachel Taylor, because when I tweeted this news, she favorited it, so all yeah, much love to Rachel Taylor, who is probably a big Am I on the Air fan, because she caught the tweet, and she favorited it, so she must love Am I on the Air, so Rachel, anytime you want to come on the show, just let me know, babe. 
Uh, Carl Urban has joined the cast of Peach Dragon as he re- is replacing Michael C. Hall. I don't know what happened here. Michael C. Hall, Dexter, of course, he had joined Peach Dragon about a month ago, which was pretty cool. I was excited about that. And then he dropped dropped out out of nowhere. And uh, But now they picked up Carl Urban. So I love Carl Urban. He was my pick for Batman um, before they got Ben Affleck. He could definitely do a great job with anything, so very happy there. Uh, meet Jurassic World's Indominus Rex. Now bigger, louder, and with more teeth. So we have like a profile thing on the Indominus Rex, which is the modified dinosaur from Jurassic World. You can check that out. Uh, the Disney CEO has confirmed that Episode 8 and Episode 9 are going to be coming out just like we thought. You know, we have Episode 7 coming out in December of 2015. And then 2017 will be the next one, Episode 8. And 2019 will be Episode um, 9, wrapping up that trilogy. So, we already knew it, but it was nice to see the Disney CEO confirm it. Uh, Elijah Wood has joined Nicolas Cage in a new cop thriller called The Trust. Jimmy Fox and Michelle Monaghan are going to star in the new action thriller called Sleepless Nights. Breaking Bad's Anna Gunn is going to co-star in the new Criminal Minds spinoff show. HBO is moving ahead with the new Lewis and Clark miniseries. ABC has ordered a Johnny Knoxville comedy. Lone Survivor's Peter Berg is going to be reteaming with Mark Wahlberg on a new film called Deep Water Horizon. And Ziz Ansari is going to be bringing his Madison Square Garden special to Netflix. I'm super excited about this. I love Aziz. This dude is so mad underrated. I love him. He came to Tucson about a year ago when saw him live. He's just so amazing. He's going to be doing a live stand-up special at Madison Square Garden in March. And Netflix will be streaming it live. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, Back on some uh, X-Men Apocalypse news. Rose Byrne, um, she played Moya Taggart uh, in X-Men First Class. And then she didn't return in the last movie, so we're kind of like, oh, that kind of sucks. Well, she's back. They've signed her for X-Men Apocalypse, and she'll be reprising her role as Moira. So that is very, very cool. Uh, The trailer for Game of Thrones Season 5 is now online, so you can check that out on our site. Um... Let's see here. Sundance uh, Festival just happened, and Netflix has picked up the rights to air a new porn documentary called Hot Girls Wanted. Um, So that is pretty interesting that they picked that up. ABC has ordered the comedy pilots Uncle Buck, which I just kind of mentioned, and Tina Fey's new show Family Fortune. Um, We have all the big Super Bowl spots that aired last night during the Super Bowl, all the new movie spots. We have Fifty Shades of Grey, Ted 2, Pitch Perfect 2, Furious 7, Tomorrowland, Jurassic World, and Insurgent. Uh, We also have the Terminator Genesis one as well. So all the big... um, Super Bowl spots are available on the Facebook and the Twitter page if you want to see them all in one spot. I'll say my favorite was the Furious 7 because that was just really cool. We got to see some new footage and we saw the awesome car jump where literally Vin drives the car out the window of the building across 
into another building uh, along the way and then jumps out of the car as the car goes flying through the other end of the building and falls to uh, blow up. Pretty crazy stuff, but stuff you would only see in a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> um, but that was probably my favorite movie one. Um, we also, let's see here. Oh, we have the Super Bowl spot as well for Heroes Reborn, which was a nice little callback to that Heroes miniseries that's coming up later this year. Um, and we got to see Jack Coleman reprise his role uh, in the little teaser. Back on the rumor mill, Michael Fassbender may be playing Boba Fett in the Star Wars standalone film. Ooh. Um, so that'll be pretty damn interesting, don't you think? We have some new trailers. We have The Lovers, which is a new Josh Hartnett movie. We have The Salvation, which is a new movie starring Mads Mikkelsen and Eva Green. And um, Home Sweet Hell, starring Katherine Heigl and Patrick Wilson, a comedy film there. Um, and lastly, it looks like we might have the lineup for the live-action Teen Titans TV show. So one of the superhero shows you may have forgotten about that's in development is Titans. It's going to be a live-action version of the Teen Titans group that's going to be set to air on TNT. Um, we always thought that it was going to be led by Dick Grayson, and uh, that he will be... Um, this is basically some leaked stuff that came out. So I'm going to tell you, once again, uh, this is supposedly going to announce who is um, going to be the core members of the team from some leaked script that made its way out. So take it for what you will. This might not be confirmed, but this is what we got. As previously reported, Dick Grayson will appear in the series, though the outlet notes that he begins the pilot episode as Robin, and then he'll transition into Nightwing. A wheelchair-bound Barbara Gordon will also be a member, though she isn't yet going by the Oracle moniker. Interesting given that she's been a member of the team in the source material. The Hank Hall and Don Granger version of Hawk and Dove are set to appear and will be a romantic pairing. Founding new Teton Titans members Raven and Starfire will also be members of the team in the series as well. An interesting mixture of new and old members of the group, with the notable absence of Cyborg and Beast Boy, though Ray, Fish Ray Fisher is set to play Victor Stone in Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and his solo movie, and the Justice League movies, so that might be, obviously, why Cyborg is not going to be in the television show. Uh, the series could still share a continuity with the CW's Arrow and The Flash, given their shared parent company, though this remains unconfirmed. So, there's a possibility of some more crossovers, which would be very, very interesting. I actually am looking very forward to this Titans TV show. I think this is going to be really, really cool. We've waited a long time to see Nightwing get his due, and it looks like he will finally get that. So, very cool. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that is your news. We are up to speed. Um... And I think we're doing pretty good. We're just barely over an hour right there, so very impressive. Let's run down the box office and our release dates, and we'll wrap this baby up. On DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow, John Wick, Dracula Untold, Ouija, The Best of Me, and Dear White People. Um, I definitely recommend John Wick for sure, and I recommend Dracula Untold as well. Uh, I know I pre-ordered both of those on Blu-ray that will be here tomorrow. In theaters this week... 
on Friday, we're finally getting Jupiter Ascending, Seventh Sun, and the Spongebob movie, Sponge Out of Water. Uh, I will be seeing Jupiter Ascending. I believe me and Geeky Pat will be checking that out this Friday in IMAX 3D, so I'm very excited about that. Um, I have no interest at all in Seventh Sun or the Spongebob movie. Let's talk about our weekend box office. Coming in at number 10, it's The Loft with $2.9 million. The Loft was also a new release this weekend, so this is already the third bomb of 2015 coming after Black Hat and coming after Mordecai. Now we have The Loft. Uh, the Loft, I thought looked pretty decent, but it was a movie that I was kind of like, I'll wait for Netflix or Redbox to see it. Uh, but it has Carl Urban and it's got James Marsden. Um, and, you know, a group of guys basically have this loft. They can kind of take their mitch- mistresses there. You know, it just had a pretty cool concept. There's a murder, who did it, blah, 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 blah. It's been getting horrible reviews. And as of yesterday, it actually had a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. So no one seems to like this movie right now. Um, but it had like a 60-something percent, I think, fan-related. Uh, but it it bombed horribly uh, with only making $2 million in its debut weekend at number 10. Number 9 is Strange Magic with $3.4 million. Number 8 is Taken 3 with $3.7 million. Number 7 is The Imitation Game with $5.2 million. Number six is The Wedding Ringer with 5.7 million. Number five is The Boy Next Door with 6.1 million. Number four is another debut. It's Black or White, which um, brought in 6.5 million. Number three and number two are a tie, so you can, you know, it's hard to say which one's number three or number two, uh, but they have it listed at number three would be Project Almanac, making 8.5 million in its debut. And number two is Paddington with $8.5 million as well. So uh, these were the estimates. So today the final number should have came out, and then we'll kind of see which one exactly was number two or three by exact dollars. And number one, once again, of course, no shocker here, American Sniper. Like I said, it broke the record for um, Super Bowl weekend. It brought in another $31.9 million at the box office. It's just so mind-blowing how amazing this movie's doing. It keeps bringing in just so much money every, every day. So, congratulations to American Sniper. Ladies and gentlemen, that does it for another edition of Am I on the Air? Uh, I want to shout out uh, the People's Forum. Since we did the last episode, uh, I was a guest on a People's Forum episode uh, where we did our 10 most memorable films. Now, it's 10 most memorable, so not the 10 best films ever, but just 10 films that kind of left a, a, a mark on us, that left us, left a memory to where I can think, like, what was memorable when I walked out of the theater, that kind of theater experience stuck with me. So... Um, myself, Geeky Pat, we guested on the People's Forum, and we both did our top ten uh, most memorable films on that episode. So go ahead and look for that over on Red Dragons Radio. Uh, he did two uh, parts of that show, because part one is himself and Friggins. They did their ten most memorable films, and then they l- enjoyed that so much, they invited me and Geeky Pat on to do our top ten. So there's a two-part top 10 series of our most memorable films. So it was a pretty interesting list to see the different movies that kind of stuck with all of us. 
Um, but and, uh, he's also got a new Love It or Hate It episode up on World of Warcraft. So um, he's chugging out those episodes, man. So good job. Check out People's Forum over on Red Dragons Radio. You can follow on Twitter at For My Peoples. Um, also, shout out to uh, This Week with the Geek, my boy Geeky Pat. He's got a new episode of This Week with the Geek out, uh, so check that out. You can also listen to shows like Out of the Riffs. You can listen to uh, the Brother- Brothers of Destruction-, Destruction podcast. You can also listen to um, Pro Wrestling Nation. So lots of stuff to check out over on RedDragonsRadio.com. Follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. Back to me in this show right here, Am I on the Air? Please subscribe to us on YouTube. You can go to youtube.com slash am I on the air and subscribe to us there. Um, you can am I on the air.com is our official website. You can watch all the new trailers that we talked about. You can look at movie reviews. You can, you know, box office, all the release dates, everything that we talk about is right there on am I on the air.com. So you can go check that out. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash am I on the air. You can follow us on Twitter at am I on the air. You can follow me on Twitter directly at DX. Don Mega. Um, you can get us on iTunes. You can listen to us on Stitcher. You can listen to us on TuneIn. We are all over the place. So check us out. Check us out. We're also on Spreaker as well. So yeah, that'll do it for us here on this February 2nd episode. I appreciate you tuning in and the patience and everything. For everybody not having that episode last week, but I wanted to bring you, uh, you know, instead of doing a little half-ass show, I'd rather wait a week and bring you the best so you get caught up to speed all in one chunk. Alrighty, so thank you so much once again. I hope everybody's having a great new year, another 2015. And... um We'll hit you up next episode with a review of uh, Jupiter Ascending. I'm a little scared because I'm hoping it's awesome, but everything in my gut is telling me it's going to suck because that's just what's been out there. Remember, this movie was supposed to come out in July, and then they pushed it back like a month before it came out all the way to February. But we're here now. Hopefully they did it for the right reasons. Hopefully they used the time to enhance the special effects and do some stuff. It's a $170 million film, so if it bombs this weekend, that's going to hurt. It's going to hurt Channing Tatum. It's going to hurt Eddie Redmayne. Guys that are all have awards season coming right up here with Oscars. So, um, And it's really going to hurt the Wachowskis, who really haven't turned out anything great since The Matrix 2. So, um, fingers crossed on Jupiter Ascending. Me and Geeky Pat will let you know. So, thank you so much once again. My name is Don Mega. This has been Am I on the Air, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Red Dragon!